And on this episode of the Parents Cocktail Hour... One of my pet peeves is I find random things around the house, yeah? Back in the day, I would, that would really set me off. Like, for example, guys, we were about to sit down to, to record a podcast. Tell me why there's white pepper on the table. There's white pepper on the dining table. And I said to Mike... Okay, okay, guys. It's not black pepper. You know when people usually have black pepper and salt on their table, where you just put, you sprinkle it on your food, and it's like, no, it wasn't that. It's part of the. It was, it was supposed to be in our seasoning cupboard. Okay, so um, I was like, um, it's the dining table. Why is there white pepper on our dining table? You'd like, I don't know. I probably put it there. I I was just like, wow. I didn't put it on purpose. I just clearly, I was clearly distracted doing something else. The thing is, put it down. The thing is about the white pepper is that the white pepper is significant for so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael, and this is my. I'm blessing. Okay. I was just going, I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow. No, carry on, carry on. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Welcome to the Parent Cocktail Hour, guys. Um, my wife and I have created this podcast for anybody who likes to listen to us have a chin wag, have a bit of a waffle. Doesn't mind a bit of digression, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and those people who just do not take life too seriously. Preach! But yeah, um, do you want to add anything? What well, to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Bye. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. Wagman vibes near my back. Yes, people. Hi, people. So, yeah, so you are listening the day after, or maybe even the day of our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, nine years of this face, baby. Say something. Actually, it's been 12. Yeah, but marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Still the same face. Mm-hmm. You've seen the same face every day in some shape or form, minus that one week mm-hmm. that we'll never speak of ever again. But nonetheless, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been, it's been a hot minute, you know? And, I, and it's funny, like, I was sending my brother a message. I was like, can you believe that your sister can you believe that your sister um has actually been married for nine years he's like look yeah that is an achievement and a half you should be proud of yourself give yourself a pat on the back i'm like look here every single day being married is an achievement because it's not easy yeah you know fair enough like when you get married to your friend um, your best friend it's a bit easier mm. but that being said choosing to do life with another individual that is different from you that's had a different type of upbringing than you that's just different in general me and him are we have I think one of the things that's really kept us going throughout these years is one our communication we talk a lot literally like we were talking about how we were look okay so basically 
we use our WhatsApp as almost like a bookmark thing. So like mm. we send each other links and we all send it to self. Yeah, or notebook. We, or like we use it like a notebook. So we favorite things, yeah. But I was looking, okay, so one of the things that I feel is a very instrumental part of our relationship is watching TV. Mm-hmm. I know guys it's not it's not woke it's not whatever but it's what we do this is some good downtime switch off the brain cells so, and just because, consume because, because the thing is we work we wake up at 5 30 we do the school run well we wake up at 5 30 we work out we work out we do work out, out yeah. um we do the school run then we get back to work and most of the time we're working pretty late mm. and then we decide we're going to chill we work a lot and I feel like um, TV is a really nice way for us to just chill out, you know, shut down and stuff. It's where we find our balance. It's where we find our balance. And, balance. and I feel like, you know, um, so for example, I was trying to look because what I do is I send, um, okay, so we have this app, yeah, that our cousin's boyfriend gave us that we can actually watch shows on, yeah. So we watched that, so we've been watching our sh- and one of our shows, Billions, on that app and basically it's not one of those apps that keeps a track keeps track of you know mm. where you're at it, because it's an american show it's a bit complicated because we've got so many subscriptions we've got hey you we've got netflix we've got amazon prime, amazon video. prime video um i think that's it <laughs> so i was like <laughs> we, we got, got so Spotify, many we, we got have... we got so many but yeah anyways we do have quite a few so um, we weren't really about to get more. So we were like, you know what? We ha- haven't actually watched Billions in a while. Let's see what Billions is saying. We had two seasons that we missed out. And whole we, two seasons, and you we know. we love that show. So uh, we whole like, okay, two seasons have went by. Just like that. Jeez. So we usually it's Christmas TV because usually things are way too hectic for us to even like sit down. But But since the lockdown, we've really been able to find that balance properly where we've... You know, maybe the odd night we get to, if we're not too busy, sit down and like indulge in some TV. So basically mm. tonight, before we um, switched on the mics and stuff, we were like, okay, you know what? Let's watch some Billions whilst we eat our chicken. By the way, guys, this is a, this is a bit of a digression. <laughs> Do you know what I was, gonna, I was, I was thinking? Is she going to talk about the chicken? The pelican wings. Okay, wait. I don't want to forget. <laughs> I don't want to forget where I'm going with this year. But Sorry, babe, I have mental, we, I have yeah, okay. So basically, we were like, okay, where were we yesterday when we watched the show? So we were like, cool. I put it down. I sent Mike a WhatsApp message, and I, and it was very difficult for me to find the timestamp because we had spoken so much throughout the day on WhatsApp. But keep in mind, guys, we spend the whole day. We together. spend the whole day together. We work together. It actually makes zero sense for us to be talking constantly on WhatsApp. And I don't it's understand. It's a whole day of conf- worth it, conversations. And it's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot. So it was so difficult for me to actually find the timestamp. And I was like, okay, I need to start putting tag, like actual like tag word, taglines into these tag, um, timestamps so that I can do a search. Mm. But it was a headache. I was really searching. I was like, babes, why... Why are we talking so much throughout the day when we were together? Like, when do we even have time to talk about this? I don't even. I just do not understand. But okay, guys, we need to talk about this chicken. All right, you talk about it. Okay, so backstory, motherfuckers. Backstory. Okay, so, um, so obviously everyone knows. You know, times a bit weird nowadays, and everyone's always looking for a bargain. We're always looking for some form of a bargain, right? So, um, 
a few weeks ago, we tried uh, to do an Asda shop-ish. Have Terms we spoken about this? I swear we spoke about we? it last week. Well, if it, did we speak about it? Okay, well, if, you, if we did speak about it last week, you know we, we tried to shop at Asda one time, but we just came to the conclusion that no, we just we like Tesco. Tesco's. Yeah, we prefer Tesco's. So anyways, two twos now. On Monday, wait, Tuesday. Wait, 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 because I think you're jumping the gun. We only were, we, the only, it wasn't, we, we didn't plan on going to this shop because of anything other than the fact that I needed soil. Yeah, that's what I was going. Okay. So where was that? Was that Monday, Tuesday? Monday. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, so Monday. Blessing was looking for soil because one of our friends told us that if you go to, can we say the shop? Yeah, man. If you go to Lidl, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he goes little. They have really good deals on soil. I'm mm-hmm. just like, what soil? It was, one, it was supposed to be one pound fifty. Plant so. queen, Brett, Brett, let's do this, Mike. Let's go to soil. So we got, we got in the car, we found our local little, went in there, and uh, we thought, oh, I wonder if little is still cheap like it used to be back in the day. Because mm. back in the day, obviously, you know that little had a stigma. Like if you shopped at little, you got cast at school, isn't it? Like, oh my god, you shop at little, you must be poor. Da-da-da-da. As a grown up now, it's like, ah, it's cheap. Why not? Did you so, did you know about the shop Netto? Is it Netto? Have you heard of Netto before? Isn't Netto used to be didn't Netto used to be Aldi? I don't know. Didn't Aldi used to be Netto, Netto sorry. Netto shop. I've never shopped at Netto though. I always shopped at Sainsbury's or Tesco's. Basically, I used to, I I, thought, my, my grandma used to shop at Safeway though. Because the thing about Netto, I remember Netto. Netto was in Seven Sisters, yeah. I think it was mm. in Seven Sisters. And everybody that was the place where everyone used to cuss you. If they saw you walking into Netto, you get cussed for days. Mm. So I, I I remember Netto being more of a thing for being cussed because I remember people still shopping in Aldi for like the the, the Rabina juice because um, they did the most... Do the, you mean Little? It was one of the two, I can't remember. I remember Lad, uh, Little. Lado. Little was around when I was like five or six. Mm. Been around for a pretty long time, and I remember in school, if you if you were ever if it if it was known that you shopped in Lidl, you would have considered you know you get cut for it because you know Lidl's poor and cheap, right? Mm. As a grown up now, you're thinking, why why the fuck was I even bothered about that? Mm. Lidl is cheap, yeah. You know what I mean? So, anyways, so we thought we're walking through Lidl looking for soil, and then we saw, oh look, like some of the foods that we usually buy are a bit cheaper than Tesco's. Oh, this is interesting. We got to the fridge, looked at chicken wings. We eat chicken wings all day, every day because guys, we've, it's been, part we've, of our... we've told you about this. <laughs> and by the way, like maybe a few weeks ago, it's probably a few weeks ago, I said to Mike, "Babe, I've got something bodacious to say." And he was like, "What?" And I said to him, "I'm getting sick of wings." And the thing about wings is that we have wings because we have a low, we have a no carbs diet during the week. Mm, very low carb diet. It's literally like we have zero, no carbs, yeah, during mm. the week. So basically it's just protein. Wake up, our breakfast is spinach omelette with mm. mackerel or salmon, you know, it's either spinach or it's either some form of vegetable, frozen mm. veg mix. Um, spinach and um, oh, sorry, omelette, and that omelette tends to be. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's actually really delicious, and it keeps us full for <laughs> for a, a few, few hours. hours, and then we start to get peckish, and we should technically at this point eat, 
but we do not. It's terrible. So we get a, a low carb. So we get a low carb. Trial mix. Trial mix. Trial mix. Trial mix. Trial mix. With little peanuts and peanuts, fruits and bits. And we just kind of pick, pick yeah. at that. We should really be eating, but we, we don't. Should. And also we, should. we can't be bothered to And we can't be bothered. Because we're working, we're like right in a bit of, like, we're just in, like, we're in, in our flow, in yeah. our zone. So we end up, like, peck and like probably nibbling on trail mix on clementines we eat clementines we can have honestly we'll be banging like three four packs a day easy easy go to tesco every morning to buy another pack that's it easy okay calm calm especially the nautico nautico range okay so south africa seems to be banging the not it must be nautico season because when they when they when they produce the nautico on clementines 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 it's like it's remarkable. It's just, it's just, it's, it's just. I've always loved clementines, but this batch is just. Yo, bellissimo. I'm now that guy in in Tesco looking at the label, like, what, 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 what is this? Oh, this is the, this is the, oh, it's the Nardico mm. um, harvest. Okay, grab a, a couple of packs yeah. of that. Yeah, like yeah. So we love clementines. So we'll eat quite a few clementines. This is a terrible diet, guys. Do not follow us, please. Please don't look at us. Or don't look at us. It's it's out it's, of uh, laziness actually, and just terrible. It's actually out of we laziness, actually, really. Yeah, it's, terrible so we're eating loads of clementines and trumix and then mm. and so basically we were like oh they have trumix here so okay let's buy trumix oh they've got clementines by the way my personal opinion might would disagree with me my personal opinion the clementines in aldi is on the disappointing side no nah, I, I disagree i think they were just on par with the test oh it wasn't aldi little sorry guys. little yeah it was, it was literally the same nautical range it tasted the same the same fragrant smell and fragrant taste it was it was magnificent you might have just had one you might have had one of uh one or two bad units mm, but, but the ones i had were nice because the thing is the ones that we tend to eat so juicy sweet and we can literally have like three and a three at one go and it's perfectly fine mm. it feels great yeah but yeah we love clementines we love the trail mix so we picked um, up some clementines from the door yeah picked and up some trail mix from the door trail mix from the door and we were like oh okay so they have wings oh, okay it's, okay it's like a bit cheaper should we, should we, should we, try, should them? we try them we bought, no, bought we three, bought three. Packs. terrible mistake three packs so we bought three packs so we made them the first batch was all right mm. the first batch was okay the second batch which we had last night was hard as fuck. It was so, t- it was like, does anyone even, even know like boiler chicken? Like back in the day. It's just hard, hard boiler chicken. Boiler is super hard, like super gangster chicken, like proper lean. It was like tough. It was like, it hurt our mouths. We mm-hmm. Our mouths were hurting afterwards, isn't yeah. it? Like I had to put some painkillers because my, my mouth was just in pain from yeah. chewing chewing this tough chicken so we came to the conclusion that it's not chicken it yeah. must be turkey it must be turkey ostrich, ostrich pelican something some magnificent because even these wings were ridic- they're ridiculously big they're they look huge. like turkey wings they're huge they, they they're look so like, big yeah they definitely look like turkey wings they and i was like babes are you sure it said chicken on the pack and we, Great we British checked chicken. And it did it did have chicken on the pack i was like Mm, I'm not sure I mean I would consider myself somebody who's quite familiar with the taste of chicken we Mm. eat chicken literally every Every single day day. and it's not like this is the only chicken range that we've ever bought we bought chicken from different companies Mm. do you know what I mean we we've had high-end chicken we've obviously on a regular basis we eat low-end chicken let's be frank yeah (laughs) but on a you know it's it is what it is (laughs) do you know what I mean but we've had all types of chicken but at the end of the day Chicken tastes like chicken. Mm. That's it. But this chicken just tastes a little bit didn't, like... It didn't taste like chicken. 
it just tastes like a, a different type of bird. It wasn't. I wasn't quite sure what it was. And I, was, I remember telling him, listen, like, is it me? It just tastes quite boiler chickeny. Like it's just really tough. I was just like, it doesn't sound. It doesn't taste like boiler chicken, but it's definitely hard, and it tastes like some form of bird. It doesn't taste like we're eating a chicken. <laughs> so I was convinced. I was like, it's either a pigeon. They're they're trying to the pigeons are much smaller than chickens. They're though. trying to they're, yeah. They're trying to tell us. They're trying to. Give us something. It might be like a flamingo or something. It was huge. Or eagle. Eagle but, wings. But it wasn't chicken. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't chicken, man. It wasn't chicken. It, it, oh, by it the way, guys, FYI, I didn't get the soil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no soil. But we got food anyway. So I think the way that little works is that they have like their daily offers or their weekly offers or whatever. And so maybe my friend may might have actually gone into like a shop and um a little a local her local little and she lives in London and we don't and she probably mm. saw you know soil for oh that's a really good deal. Mm. Me personally, like I don't really like risking soil like that. I don't even know why I was really about the whole yellow life. Oh, one pound fifty. Okay, yeah, let me go to Lidl see if I can pick up some soil because the thing is that's how you cut. That's how you end up buying soil with pests in it. But how do you know you you'll get pests from Lidl? No, no, but you don't know. I like to like read reviews and stuff. And mm. a lot of the time when you're buying soil from Lidl or whatever, where they have different offers on a regular basis, it's not like it's somewhere where there's not a solid place quality. where you can find reviews. Whenever so wait, wait, people are actually selling like soil with pests? Pests, with spider mites. Pests, spider mites are, are pests. With worms in them. Um, oh. A whole lot of nonsense. Why? And, Babes, I don't know. You're asking somebody that does not know. And basically, when you buy the soil that has that's infested with all of that rubbish, mm. and then you decide that you're now going to maybe use your hands to repot another plant, you're now having to deal with worms, spider mites on your hands, all of this stuff. Spider mites are microscopic, so you can't really see them, but they are a problem. Literally, you can't actually see them with you, the naked you, eye. You, I have a micro. I have a, a mag. You know, I have. I, you know, I'm extra, so I have a magnifying glass. Um, I check my I check my plants with my magnifying glass on a regular basis. I spray them with neem oil to make sure that they are um, pre, uh, um, cool and and um, free from pests. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I buy a plant and that I see, that I've noticed has a pest, I return that plant because I don't want it to infest the rest of my plants, which is very normal and, and it's not normal. It's common if you put the plant and you put the the infested plant next to the rest of your plants, mm. they obviously get <clears throat> infested too. So I don't. So so. So have you actually ever seen a spider mite with your actual magnifying glass? No, my plants they don't have any pests at all. Oh, okay. Remember, I noticed, remember when we went to Ikea? Oh, the Ikea trip and you saw spider mites. Yeah, yeah, and I saw it in the Monstera. And I so was these like, little yeah, tiny no. little spiders, what do they do? They actually really, like, they can actually really F up the plant, you know? In what sense? Just eat through it or something? I don't know what they do, but they really F up the plant. The plant starts to yellow, it starts to do all of this nonsense, and you're thinking, why? I don't understand what's going on. Then when Even when a new plant comes through, it's already got, like, brown pot um spots on it and things like that mm. it's really weird i don't know what the deal is with spider mites and all these other pests i don't really get it i don't understand because none of our plants have ever had pests thank god mm. um but yeah i need to buy new neem oil actually i'm actually i've actually ran out of neem oil but um there's um, what i tend to do when i buy a plant is even though most people advise against this 
most people say you need to leave the plant in its original nursing nursery and um, nursery pot whatever that you bought it in um so that it has enough time to acclimate to the environment whatever i what i do is um immediately before i um, i let it next to any of my plants is go through the plant with my magnifying glass check to see if there are any pests if there's no pests okay then it moves to the second round second round is now changing the soil mm. a lot of the time like if i feel like there's no pest because i remember those time when i bought because um Wilco- Wilk- wilkinson has loads of good plants but their pests but their plants tend to have loads of pests oh, why is that I, I don't know but i've just is what i've this is what i've noticed so with my aloe vera what i did was immediately this is before i was i had enough energy to return things um i <laughs> <laughs> i took the plant and I completely removed the soil, took it mm. out of the soil. This was the first day. I took it out of the soil, but not new soil in it. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's been it's flourishing. Obviously, my aloe vera is flourishing. Um, in fact, I have a baby aloe that's doing well, cut, um, doing well as well, which I'm really proud of. And I've even given away one aloe to one of my friends. So yeah, it's flourishing. That's mm. it. But what I'm saying is that normally what I do is when I buy a plant, I go through it with my magnifying glass. If it's good, if it's cool or kosher, cool. It stays. It it stays. If I feel a bit um, uneasy about it, the likelihood is I either return it or change the soil. But um, a lot of the time I do change the soil because this. um, the reason why I change the soil is because all of my plants have the same type of soil. Mm. And I find that it's easier for me to know and maintain that whole soil situation because mm. it's my mix kind of thing and this is the situation i'm in right now i've looked, i've ran out of soil and i'm like okay try to and my normal soil mix is from wilco mm-hmm. buy the soil their their soil is pretty cheap it's like two pounds for 20 kilos or whatever and then you also can get compost for the same pretty much the same but they had none in stock and i'm assuming that it's because now everyone's working from home so everyone's into plants out of you know, out of the blue, they're just mm. into plants. Obviously, I've wor- always worked with homeless, so I'll, that's when I was like, oh, I need plants in my life, mm-hmm. you know? But now people are working from home. They actually are getting the soil and all that stuff. So it's a struggle. For- so when I went to Wilco, and there was literally no um, 20 kilos of my soil and 20, 20 kilos of the compost, which, by the way, they're trying to sell for four pounds for the for compost that's now five litres. Okay, <laughs> when it used to be two pounds for What's 20. the difference between compost and soil? Isn't it the same thing? It is not the same thing and I cannot tell you why it isn't. But what I tend to do is I mix the soil and the compost together um, and they marry to be a really good soil mixture um, and my plants tend to flourish. But I, I, I am open um, to new, pl- new um, soil. It's just that I'm a bit paranoid that I don't, I don't, I don't want to buy soil that is infested. Fascinating. Well, I guess because soil is natural. I guess. Mm. But yeah, so like I'm mm. paranoid. I don't want to buy soil that's like infested with rubbish. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So even if, so I was thinking, yeah, okay, one pound fifty. I went all the way to Lidl, but really, I think I just wanted an outing because honestly, <laughs> I don't think I would have been completely comfortable with buying soil that I haven't been able to do enough research on. But would you have bought it? I don't know. I think what I would Wait, have done. Wait, we would have got all the way to think, Lido and you'd be like, nah, I think what would have happened is I would have, I would have bought it because it's only one pound fifty, mm. and I would have then not. I wouldn't have 
put I wouldn't have repotted my plants immediately. What I would have done is I you know how I've got the grey bucket where I put my soil in that grey bucket. Yeah. I'd put the soil into that grey bucket and see if I could I'll put some soil is like a tester patch. Mm. And I'd obviously keep the receipt and I'll see if I've if there's I'll use my magnifying glass because that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Use my magnifying glass to see if I can find any things that look a bit suspect. Mm. And if I if it was all caught <clears throat> then I would have continued to, you know, use the soil. But if not, then I would have returned it. That's it. Peak. Get my £1.50 back. So uh, you you just, you actually know you would do that? You know I would. I, would I know you would. Because, because when we when we had the Monstera, I, when I bought the Monstera from Ikea, I really, really went through that. that I was like, I just, I went through it with a magnifying glass and I mm. was like, hey, <clears throat> this... Nope thing does not look good and um, I was like we need to go we need to go back and Ikea was like a good like it was like a good 25 minutes away 25 30 minutes right yeah but it was it was necessary it was necessary it was it was it was all really print about the principle and by the way I think by the way guys I don't know if plants apply, apply to the same and has the same rule but you can literally return anything in Ikea um, literally even if you like made it if you put it all together yeah, they've got a year warranty. Mm. So I'm not sure if you know that. I don't think it, the same thing applies to plants, but I took it back on the same day, so it was, there was no problems. Mm. But um, yeah, you literally have a year warranty with anything. So you can buy anything in Ikea. You can put it up. You know, you can be in your walk-in closet, for example. You know, loads of people like to buy those closet <laughs> setups. And then maybe after a year or maybe like six months or seven months into you having that walking closet fit, um, set up, you look at it and you're like, I don't know yeah, about I this, think, you know, think, I've changed my I, mind. Yeah, yeah. I changed and, my then, mind. and then you dis, dis, um, you know what I'm trying to say. Dis- dissemble it. Dissemble it, yeah, dis- thank you. Dissemble it, dissemble. Or something, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, and I then, think that's the word. And then you set up and then you get your refund. Dissemble, uh, yeah. dissemble, dissemble. You know what I'm trying to say. Dissemble, Jerry. That's, that's the term now. So, what yeah, so you, you take it apart and then you um, get your refund, guys. And you can do that. You can do that. You can do that eight months in. You get that refund. So, yeah, so that's basically what we did with the thing. I, I was Googling everything to see if I can return the plant. And all of Google was like, nope. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they have not met best in Platinum Williams. I was like, at the end of the day, <laughs> Am I saying no? But today, today I'm going to say hey, yes. <laughs> but yeah, like I saw it, and Google was like, no, they don't, re- they don't let, they don't let you return plants. Oh, okay, no, that's fine. It's okay. They don't let, the, they don't let you return they the plant. They don't let you to return. <laughs> but when I arrive, they're going to say my plant and get my money back. That's Shit. it. They don't even DSM say anything. I think there was some DSM. <laughs> okay, babes. I think. Oh, but yeah, so. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what happened with that whole situation, um, basically. Disassemble. <laughs> to take something to pieces. Disassemble. Is that right? Disassemble. Disassemble. Yeah, man. No. Yeah. It's December, babes. Is it December? December. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm tired, man. But wow. yeah, guys. Honestly, this is, even though it's not really late. December. It feels like it's late because it's been like one of those long days. Yeah. Um, it's not actually late for us because we've recorded this potty later in you know, but mm. 
it is what it is. It's just one of those weeks. And I've been, we've been working on projects and it's been really good. In fact, we've decided today that we're going to start vlogging, but we're not going to upload them for a while. Mm. We're going to wait for the project to be more or less, more or less there. Finished. And then you can see the journey. Yeah. yeah. But the whole process has been quite interesting to mm. say the least and we feel like we're going to start we need because obviously we vlog the family part of things on the weekends but we feel like we need to vlog more this whole journey so that people can kind of see the journey see the journey be part of the mm. ride kind of thing um yeah because yeah we're really excited about it we've we also came up with a really a new business idea this week that's really exciting. Yes, and a couple it, days ago. Yeah. And the thing that is about this is it, idea, is it it's not really new. Idea? It's actually not new. Okay. So it was, it's still like, okay, so guys, I'm not going to obviously tell you loads of the information because it's not even launched yet, but mm. have I ever started building that one yet? No, we're still we'll working on it. We'll get there. We'll get there. I need to work on the UX anyway. So basically, um, when, when Mike and I first met, so one of our first business ideas. One of our first business ideas. Actually, it's probably our second. The first one was the directory. Okay, yeah. So basically, one of our first business ideas, we decided, okay, well, we need to um, do this idea. This is a really good one. We met up with loads of business. We let, met up with loads of investors. This was a span. This spanned like across a good like three years, maybe of us trying to make this thing happen. Probably a bit yeah, longer. About, about a couple years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we tried, years. So we spoke to a few investors. The investors were like, oh, you know, because the thing about us is I feel like a lot of our businesses are before their time. Yeah, So that, that one was definitely before its time. So I feel like at the time they didn't really get it. Mm. Same with like with TYD. TYD was way before its time. It was yeah. a really good project. Pro- it was a really good magazine and every single person that saw it, like the reason why the Asian market received it better is because the Asian market are a bit more smarter and they've re- and they it's more technology and they're more forward. technology advanced. So they received it better because they were smarter and they knew and saw a good project product when they saw it. Mm. So that's why we were doing so well in Asia because I'm sorry, they're smarter. So they saw it and they were and they advanced. And things that um, we're now seeing here has been in Asia for years. Mm. So um, that's why, you know, our magazine did really well in Asia, specifically like China and stuff. But um, this particular idea that we had, we had tried to launch it for a few years and we met up with investors and they were like, it's a really good idea, but we feel like... Uh, we don't believe this. We idea don't believe happen. that this. Uh, this we idea, don't think people want this. We don't believe that people want it, and I feel like the we were like people don't know that they want it. But give it to them. But and give it to them. Know they'll they know it. that they want it because it's one of those things, and they're like, eh, we don't think so. They then like it was just it was just one of those long things, mm. and then um, we then decided that we're going to try to get a CTO at the time, and the CTO just messed us around, and. And yeah, the whole process was very elongated. It was about a three-year-long process. Um, to cut a long story short, that particular idea, like one part of the idea, not the actual extension of the idea, mm. was then launched, and it's now a public company. It's crazy. So we are under the impression that our idea, because here's the thing, it's very common. Okay, so let me tell you how the whole investor thing works. Is and most of the time, you don't get a meeting with an investor unless it's through a referral or whether it's through like a family friend or something. So a lot of the time, they don't like cold 
um, cold emails. They don't they don't appreciate it. They don't receive it well, and that's why a lot of the time it's very it's very hard for people from a um, from a diverse background or from poor backgrounds mm. to get investments because we are not connected with certain people. Yeah. So a lot of the time it's very easy for an investor to be like, oh yeah, you know what? This idea came to me. Um, Dan, um, Danny, um, um, one of my friend's sons, you know. This would be a really good idea for my son, for my friend's son to now be the CEO of, mm. and I'm and I know this because the thing is like, then um, investors don't ever sign NDAs. NDAs basically these contracts where um, they they agree to not basically rip off your idea. Mm. They refuse to sign it. They absolutely all of them refuse to sign it. That mm. I see so many business ideas. Why am I going to sign an NDA? No, in my personal opinion, it literally takes them five seconds to sign an NDA, but yeah. whatever in it. So basically, um, what happened is we had an idea. There was two investors that we met, and they saw our idea in depth. We did a presentation and everything, mm-hmm. and next minute our idea after we got turned down, after we got turned down and the other ones messed us around yeah our idea is now on the market and the person is on the board of directors mm. they're part of the, like so that so the so one of the investors is on the board of directors of that particular business and it's very it's all shady it's a very shady situation mm. and it's very common for stuff like that to ha- that to happen that particular business is now a public business mm. which is very interesting but whatever you know how we see it is um you know we've been we've we've had loads of moments where we've been really triggered about it we've been very upset about it we've yeah. been angry about it and see you driving around seeing the billboards and like yeah we cut our teeth whatever and they said that would never happen but we know that at the end of the day because i've heard loads of investors say that they don't invest in the business they invest in the people, people. So we were just two black people that came to them mm. and they didn't want to invest in our two black faces. Mm. That's basically what happened. Yeah. You know, if we had maybe a white um co-founder um that represented us at the meeting, we Again, probably would have had yeah. a better chance of doing it. And I've actually seen some businesses um where the actual person who the originator of the idea, the actual founder of the idea has been smart enough it's smart because you're finessing the system mm. to basically get themselves white faces of the company and mm. the white faces the basically pie, um, like they push this to push the product forward and you know what it's always good to have a team but the mm-hmm. thing is it's like you need it's one of those is is okay you know like when you want to like there's certain countries and there's cer- there's certain countries that you're not allowed to start a business unless you marry somebody that is from that family yeah. um, from that country mm. there's certain places where there's no chance that you're going to buy property unless you're you know somehow connected or start a business somehow connected with that with somebody who is a, um, a, um, a national, mm-hmm. regardless of how black you are, I mean, regardless of the fact that you're British, regardless mm-hmm. how British you are, born, bred, whatever, if you're not white, pfft, I'm sorry. Yeah. So the thing is, I feel like it. the same thing applies sometimes. Mm-hmm. When you want to start a business, you kind of have to finesse the system sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody, some people have been blessed enough to be connected well mm-hmm. somehow to black investors or, or investors that are interested in diversity investing. Yeah. But basically, a lot of the time, investors will not invest in you if you are not 
if you do not have a white co-founder mm. it's just how it is it's or only, you're not someone that they know or you're not somebody that they know so if you don't have a white a lot of the time it's basically similar to like you know those situations where you go to a country and they expect you to have a national on the board, on of, the the board of, the, of the board of the company as in a, as an an actual founder that has a substantial found, um, share of your company mm. they're not they won't be cool if this person only has five percent because mm. trust me you can finesse it as much as you want mm-hmm. if you think that you're just going to give this person the face they want that white the white co-founder to be the ceo mm. yeah so they're not so it, it, like obviously things are slowly but surely changing you've got loads of like um, emerging companies that have black co-founders that are doing well and they've had to find ways and it's probably taking them longer than it would normally take somebody for um, for their business to develop and grow into the in, into what it has um, you know be, like for example BYP mm-hmm. that's a really good business idea yeah but it's t- it, she the the founder she was smart when she decided to do the, the crowdfunding on Cedars um it was during the time when there was now like this whole, you know, when the whole Black Lives Matter, all the protests, mm. it was proper like a serious thing. Mm. Because of that time, because it was during that time, she, she, she was able to leverage the attention and she was able to actually get funding, overfunded. Mm. Yeah. Because obviously now white people are feeling that white guilt. Mm. And, she, and it's a good, but the thing is, regardless of the fact of their white guilt or not, it's a, it's good, a good idea. idea. Absolutely. It was a good idea. But the thing is, if not for that time, if not for the fact that there was protests and there was a lot of noise happening at the time around the black community, mm-hmm. the white investors would not have invested. I'm telling you that for free. It's only because of the white guilt at the time mm-hmm. that they that that she got the full investment. But she should, shouldn't have had to come to that. Exactly. Because she she timed the investment perfectly. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have had to come to that because the thing is, it's actually a good idea. Yeah, and a lot of the time, that's how that's where as um where black entrepreneurs and you know we, that's where we find ourselves. We find ourselves in very sticky situations where sometimes investors are alluding to things, expecting you to do certain things that they wouldn't expect your white, white counterparts to do. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit stressful to be frank. Or, yeah. And I'm sorry, but and I've said this last I think I said this last time as well. Like I feel like the Asian community, even though because you know they've got the whole, this whole BAME thing, I feel like the Asian community, even though they still get discriminated, you know, they because they're brown, that people automatically assume that they are terrorists. Mm. So they do have their own issues that they deal with. But when it comes down to things like business or politics or whatever, they get priority mm. um, among when it comes to the ethnic minorities. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Unless mm. you're unless you're like Orient like unless you're like Asian, so like Chinese, Korean, whatever. Mm. Um so but obviously they still fall into the Asian category. Yeah. So I feel like Asians have a better chance, in my personal opinion, from experience, um, when it comes to trying to like get investment and things like that do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but yeah like our um our, from our experience it's usually they always say we don't invest in the business we invest in the people yeah and, and i feel like that's still subjective it's, and by the way that's their indirect saying we don't invest it might be a really good business idea but if you if we don't like you if we don't like you if you don't if your face if your face uh, if, if we don't like your face if we don't like your face that's it mm. so yeah so um, but now we've got ourselves in the position well because the thing is a lot of the time when you're trying to raise funding 
um, it's mainly um, it was initially at the time when we were trying to raise funding back then was mm-hmm. for the build. Yeah, we were really trying to because back then we got a, a mad quote for like fifty thousand. It was like fifty k, fifty k, fifty thousand pounds. We sweated to try and find this fifty k. Yeah, fifty thousand pounds to pay for the app to be built. Mm. That was the quote at the time, and really we were trying to get funding, really only for fifty k. Yeah, we only we just wanted to build that because we knew that we had already uh, made a, um, arrangements with um, certain people, and they were going to help us promote the app. We had mm. already given people certain shares of the company and stuff like that. People that were in influential positions, and they had already agreed. So we knew we had our marketing plan in place. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, look, we're going to be able to push this this idea. Mm-hmm. It's just that we need it to become a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyways, that was only half of it. And I feel like what they end up creating, because they didn't have the, the people behind it to make it become what it's supposed to be. It only became half of what it, but, it was. But regardless of that, it's still a public company. It's still a public company. So, so it's, it's, still worth loads, half. it's still worth a lot of money. But the idea... It's worth more though. <laughs> yeah, the, the idea that we have is pretty much like that, but we've enhanced it, we've changed it because now... It's still our original idea. It's still our it's original idea. better. Yeah, in my personal opinion. Yeah. yeah. So we're... St- we're it fits the time. And I feel like it still fits the time. So mm. I feel like it's even better timing now yeah, than it was all those years ago. And, and we can build the shit and, ourselves. And we can build it ourselves. So please pass the wine. <laughs> babe, remember we I'm said we're gassed. Could, I'm getting gassed. No, we can't drink. Ooh, we can't drink. I'm getting sober. I'm so, getting sober. No, we can't drink anymore, man. We I'm can't drink sober. anymore. We can't drink anymore. It's a school Sorry, night, guys. guys. It's a school night. night. So basically night. we're trying to we've uh, expedited recording because um it's anniversary weekend and we wanted to chill and oh, yeah. and then make love and stuff. But, hey. <laughs> hey. but the thing is, guys, as much we do absolutely love the pod um, recording the podcast, it's really just a night out for us as well mm. but we really just wanted to laze around during the weekend as in like just do nothing just, just do be nothing. nude and do nothing yeah because the boys, the boys are actually going to be in their support bubble so yeah. we actually have the house to ourselves to get to watch TV yeah. so, and eat carbs yeah so basically um yeah, it's so Thursday. We should record this on a Friday. Yeah, but it's Thursday. So we're really excited because now <laughs> we can actually build things ourselves. Yeah. The product, the project that we're building at the moment, um, it's it's not nearly finished, but I'd say it's like a good like quarter. Yeah, it's like seventy five percent. It's not seventy five. I'd say it was like it's forty five percent there. Forty five. Yeah, I'd say it's about forty five percent there. Mm. Um, um, and I'm really proud of myself that during this lockdown, I taught myself how to develop apps it's mad it's, it's mad. actually the way, mad the way blessing be key and like different codes and she'd be like the disc work i be like yeah but you see this button's too much she'd be like hold on hold on hold on you just said it's that okay I'm like how did you do that she I just I just did it you know what okay you know what yeah guys I'm going to be perfectly honest with you I'm very self-critical of myself and I'm very hard on myself so most of the time I'm always thinking about what have I done? What am I doing? Blah, 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 blah. I'm always mm. fe- feeling a, a certain way about my achievements. But teaching my, like, learning through, like, all these courses and just doing trial and error because sometimes these courses, they teach you to, they teach you how to do stuff, stuff to a certain degree, mm. but you can't actually, but they, they don't create, they don't teach you how to do things to a production level. So it's almost like they teach you how to do things for, 
um, so that you can show just for, just for novelty, just for novelty, just they show you stuff so that you can put in your portfolio, and you, so you can create a few things so that you can show it in your portfolio and be like, look what I've done. But building something that is going to have to scale and building something that other people are going to have to use as a different kettle world. of fish in yeah. the real world is a different kettle of fish. None of these um, none of these courses for some reason are teaching that, and it's very stressful. So I'm catching I'm having to read loads of documentation. I'm having to um, watch like bits and bobs of videos of people just teaching like if i'm looking for random things i have to like google it and try to see if i can find different articles different documentation so in a way i'm actually having to teach myself but Mm. luckily i've done but thank god i actually did those courses those courses helped me understand the general foundation. foundation of how to build an app and because of that because of the foundation of building an app i've been able to move and you know develop it further but i just thank god that you know a lot has changed a lot of a lot has changed since those days when we were trying to launch that app Mm. and that app if i knew how to code you know yeah is what it is but i feel like i'm i'm just so proud of myself and i feel like it's, it's okay like because i'm so critical of myself most of the time i'm really trying my best to work hard on being proud of myself exactly and telling myself Preach. how great I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? And I've literally taught myself... I think this time last year, you didn't know a, zinch, a zilch thing about coding. About No, I knew about coding. I mean, you didn't know how, how, how to, to develop an app. Exactly. Because I've been I've been learning how to code since last since my birthday, since I turned 30. Mm. Um, but you I've been, de- but I've been developing app. how... I've been learning how to develop an app since March. Mm. Not April. So I've been learning how to develop March. Lockdown apps. was April. Lockdown was March. Yeah, but then remember, we um, decided that we're gonna. I was going to really just go ham in April. Mm. And that's when I decided. So so I've been learning how to develop... I've been learning how to um, software developed since I, was, since I turned 30. Mm. But I've been learning how to develop an app... Um, apps since... I t- um, since... April um, and I'm just really proud of myself that I've legit said okay you're gonna teach yourself how to mm-hmm. freaking make an app and the app is like 45% there and the fact that it's 45% there which is a lot by the way guys yeah. just to let you know even though it may seem like less than half but it's a whole lot of stuff has happened to <laughs> me it's a lot it's a lot it's a very mm-hmm. stressful process because I'm learning on the job mm-hmm I'm learning, I'm learning on the job. I'm trying to figure it out as I go. And it's slower because of that. I'm constantly trying to learn as I go. I'm having to create different types of like formulas, functions, whatever you want to call it. If you, because I don't want to speak code and you're just going to be like, what's she talking about? But I've had to create these things to make things work. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, I can't copy and paste this stuff. I have to actually think. I have to create the logic. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so if I needed to do this, I need to do this and this and this. And I've actually taught myself how to do it. And it's wild. It's absolutely wild. And I'm very proud of myself. Um, I'm constantly giving myself a pat on the back because I deserve it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely deserve it. Um, And yeah, Mike and I are working really well together, you know. Um, He'll be like, babes, oh, that's a pixel off. I'm like, cool, let me do this, cool. Mm. You know, we're really working together well, as we do. We've been working well together for many years now. Mm. It's been a trial and error thing. It's it's, it's got better over the years. It's got definitely better throughout the years. But the reason, I feel like whenever I, because somebody, if people always ask us, what's your advice, what's your best advice to working 
with a spouse and I would say stay have, in your stay in your lane, lane have just have like distinctive roles you can't ha- both the have the same roles and then that's and if you have those distinctive distinctive roles then the collaboration both you respect each other's boundaries respect mm. each other's position and know that you can't do your, the other one's job mm-hmm. Mike can't code and I can't design do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's certain things that we both do in our business um, um, beyond this project that I, I can't do and he can do. Mm-hmm. And I can do and he can't do. And we both understand what our roles are mm-hmm. and we respect each other for that. And I feel like... I feel the respect is Respect the is the most important thing. Yeah. Because there was a point when we were still trying to figure it out in the early stages when we were doing TYD. TYD days were a headache. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was definitely, it was definitely a learning curve. It was a lot. TYD days were absolutely. We, we still managed to get the product headache. out, but like it was a lot. It was a lot. But we learned from that. You know what? We when we when we launched TYD, we got therapy a lot. Remember, mm. and they were just like, you need to learn how to um, to we'll separate, separate the two, the two separate the business and the and the pleasure. And the thing is, our the personal. Yeah, the business and the personal, whatever. But mm. the business was so intertwined with the personal. Mm. That it was so difficult for us to do. We mm-hmm. tried. We did learn eventually, and that's when the TV, like proper, like getting into TV, became our thing yeah. because we we weren't able to talk. We weren't allowed to talk business during TV time. It was just TV time. But even so, it was just it was just about again respecting that. Okay, this is my job. This is your job. You do yours. I do mine. We meet in the middle where we need to. That's we, it. We we work we work in the interest of the project together. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And nobody has a big ego. Nobody it's thinks no that they're better than each Everybody other. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. If I win, you win. If you win, I win. Like that's mm-hmm. just that's just it. So yeah, so it's it's been I feel like working together now after twelve years being together, because we've been in business with each other since pretty much the first day we started yeah, man. talking. The twelve year journey, man. Yeah, man. But, but it's only been better than the last couple of years. Couple of years. So it took off. <laughs> that's just that's also including the years where we went up to full time employment. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's been a while. It's taken a while for us to really get ourselves into the swing of things, mm. understanding each other, respecting each other. It was funny because like there was one time when Mike um, he was doing a poo and he called me into the toilet and he was like, "Babes, I've realised that um, I've been so stupid." Um, with the way that I've been dealing with the projects, you know, you've been project managing <laughs> these things throughout the um, throughout our whole life, and if we when, me up like that, yeah. and whenever we follow your your project management, and whenever we follow your direct direction, like yeah, whenever we follow your direction, it works smoothly. Whenever I disregard that and just do whatever I want to do, <laughs> just blow me up. Just it's just rubbish. And I was like, I'm happy. And just, at the just time, me up like that. yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And at the time. Because I was in my feelings, because we had just had an argument, mm. because it was my feelings, I was like, mm-hmm. And then <laughs> basically he was like, from now on, I'm never going to not listen to what you've got to say when mm-hmm. it comes to the thing, because you know best. Project, I'm like, project management, yeah. Yeah. So because my project management and and a lot of the time, like strategic mm-hmm. planning for, for our businesses tends to be pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously everybody has everybody has mistakes and stuff, but mm. when I'm locked in and I do like the project management and the strategic planning for how we're going to move regarding our mm. business, 
I'm pretty solid with that. Yeah. Um, and when we were doing TYD, Mike just because he, he blow me up some more, man. Yeah, Mike just didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> Mike just didn't get it at all. And, it's learning curve. It's learning curve. And it's also linked to his short man syndrome. So <laughs> what? <laughs> everything's linked to your short man syndrome. What do you mean? Everything, Explain. Everything is absolutely linked to your short man syndrome. Explain. Short man syndrome is an issue because no, no, when somebody has okay, the reason why it's linked is. When somebody has short man syndrome, they're always very kind of like on the defense. Oh, get out of here, man. Shit, you know what I'm saying? So when somebody's short man syndrome, they're always on the defense. So everything you say, they're just triggered. Everything you say, they're going to they're have a counter to it instead of just being like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They're just they're going to just be like, no, 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 because this. Oh, no, no, it's because you're doing this. Oh, no, no, because there's only the reason why you're saying this. Because eh, eh, eh. So basically, pim. That's what. So basically, blow me up, man. So basically, um, I feel like that's what made creating TYD. The fact that we even released issues in them in itself mm. is grace of God because the process. Because people would come to us, it's such a professional magazine. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's such a professional mm. magazine. You guys have done so well. They didn't understand the arguments that went in to actually getting it to actually like just even launch. Yeah, like man. we need, like I would be like, babes, like we're like behind schedule. We need to do this. I'm like, bruh, the way that this guy's going, it's not going to come out until yeah, like next it, year. It is what is it? I think, but, I think at that point in time, since we're going to blow each other up, at that point, the time we it was just about what i had to learn as a creative was there's times where you have to kind of like you can't perfect it anymore or you can't keep perfecting it you have to like release something at one point i think my thing at the time was i was so into making sure it's perfect it's too perfect it's nothing it was never perfect yeah mike's a perfection and it was never perfect i just thought it's not perfect it can't mm-hmm. go out so it's perfect and i feel like that was a problem in the sense of like i just didn't know when to kind of like all right Next one. Let's mm. let's let's ship that one out. Next one. Let's go. Yeah, I feel like you've definitely got better throughout the years about that. Oh, yeah, because, my commercial, because, my commercial mind is joking, yeah. Isn't it? Because I was just like, we at the time it was a proper big thing, mm. and we used to have advisors, and the advisors would say because we'll always be off schedule, like we'll never release it on schedule. Never. It was mm. always like two year, two months, or four months late, or whatever. No, not four months. It would be weeks, not months. It was months. Not so, months. so that's there was, such a disaster. Guys, it's not months; it's weeks. There was definitely Deathly months. Weeks. It was definitely months, but um, weeks. We'll speak. It can't to, be months because we were we were quarterly magazines. It can't be months. No, but there was, we. If we go back to it, there'll be certain years that the that four that four issues didn't come out. Or three issues didn't even come out. Nah, but we released four issues a but, year. Um, just, they didn't come out when we said they were going to come so out. So basically, we'll, so we'll speak to like some of our advisors, and our advisors will just be like, "You kind of need to learn how to like stick to a schedule and be consistent. Otherwise, people are not going to take you seriously." Mm. And I'll be like, "I've been trying to say this, you know." Um, but because at the time, he, you know, we were still very young. So because we're still very young, I feel like when you're young, you you know. You, you you feel like your way is the right way and instead of learning how to kind of like navigate like I didn't even know how to navigate his artistic brain or his mm. artistic methods and he didn't know how to understand he didn't know how to navigate my analytical or my you know strategic brain or whatever mm. so both of us just used to clash instead of kind of me saying okay I get that you're an artist but mm. <laughs> we gotta release this do you know what I mean mm. 
Um, so guys, so yeah, and it, it was just us kind of like trying to get these things um, coordinate, like coordinating each other. And we did have those distinct roles at the time, but because we they were, were young, defined. there was no respect. I um, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a lack of respect. I think there was a lack of respect for staying in one's lane. If that makes sense. Mm. So like, I respected you what you did, but I didn't respect. I guess essentially, essentially, my my respect was misguided in the sense of like you know you actually need to respect her role in this whole process. Mm. Because every because the thing is, without me, I'm sorry, but none of that magazine would have released and without him the mag- none of the There'll magazine no would release yeah. so the thing is it's like we what we we have to understand that we both played a pivotal a role very very important part mm. in really in actually making the magazine actually a thing you know like we would have no images if i didn't manage to get the team together we had no money so that, so my sales skills mm. my sales skills managed to get us a really high you know Top of the top, top of the line team mm-hmm. um, for nothing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They believed in us. I was able to sell them the dream and things like that. There were so many aspects that I feel like I had such an obviously like the magazine. My person, like most of the people that we worked with, understood how important my role was. But at the time, it was constant like back and forth at the time. And I feel like mm. now seeing the contrast to how it was back then, mm. you know, because the thing is. I would like I would wait for somebody who was in our team to see all the stuff that I was doing and speak to Mike. Like, look at all this. Like, this she like she is hundred percent a fifty fifty member of this team, mm. and it should be because basically, guys, the, the, the here's the backstory of TYD. The actual idea of TYD, obviously, we, you know, I came up with the idea and I was like, here's what we need to do because he. We, we both came up with the name. No, because remember, I was in the toilet. We, I love, hold on a second. Well, okay, all right. So cool. I was in the toilet and I was like, oh, we should do this. And I came up with, and I had the name and I was like, you've always dreamt of having a magazine. Mm. Why don't we release the magazine? Because and then, from there and there, and then into, it blossomed and yeah. grew into something. Because it, it was the, having a magazine was always Mike's idea, mm. Mike's dream. It wasn't my dream. It was definitely not my dream. Um, because it, I'm sorry, but I'm not a journalist. We, we had we had a magazine. There's, there's a desire to start a magazine, but we just didn't know what the concept of the magazine would be. That's where you came up with the concept. No, you had the desire to have a magazine, and yeah. then basically what happened is Mike had been talking about having this magazine. Like from the moment that I met him, he was talking about a different magazine. It was completely mm. different. It wasn't even the type of mag- it wasn't even the magazine that we released. And then basically out of the blue, I was like, "Oh, why wouldn't it? It would probably be a really cool idea if we had." if we did a magazine like this and this and this, mm. and we should call it this. I'm like, oh, that's an amazing, that's an amazing idea. That's an amazing name. Then we then move, and then we then progressed forward and, you know, made it a thing. So in order for it to have to work, in order for it to work, we had to obviously get a team. We obviously had to come up with content. We obviously had to do all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of work. There's yeah. only two of us. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Only two of us. And having to get a team when you have no money and you don't want to release rubbish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Having partnerships, building partnerships, having getting stories, all of that. So it's a lot of work. Mm. And to, and we did also, we did obviously the social media at the time, whatever. Doing all of that, it was just a lot of work. Mm. People thought that we were like an actual... An organization. Legit organization because of all the stuff that... The, it was just a big deal. Mm. But at the time, people didn't understand and didn't see that 
there was so much friction when it came to the business mm-hmm. because my like it was just button heads all the time. Mm. Button heads. We didn't understand how each other worked. I'll be doing all of this stuff. He'll be doing whatever he's doing. We're both doing what we what we need to be doing. But then when it came Never. down to us <laughs> coming to each other, like I feel like the most important thing when it comes to working together as a as a married couple is the respect. There was zero at mm. the time, and no one like I feel like if there was proper respect at the time, we wouldn't have had the issues that we had. But at mm. the time, we were so young, and we were just like, "Oh, I'm doing all yeah. of this. We were just oh, trying to, I'm doing trying to carry this." It and I'm and, trying to carry it by ourselves. Yeah, and we're trying and to the, struggle to drive the ship. And the thing is, like, if I decided, cool, this is your dream, anyways. I'm not doing it. There'll mm. be no, there'll be no images. There'll be no stories. There'll be literally nothing. He'll just be designing what? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I mean, I did, we, we, we did create the stories together. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is having to source it, having to do the getting the teams. Mm. If I decided, pim, peace, Mike would literally just be like, okay, do you know what I mean? And vice versa. If I was like, okay, I've got all of this, I've got um, all these images because I've got this amazing team, managed to get these stories or whatever, and and if I don't have a good, you know, designer, you know, um, co-founder to do it, then it'll just be like just stories and images. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It'll just be a PDF. So basically, you just have a PDF. Both of us were extremely instrumental in making it an actual physical magazine. Mm. Yeah, it was just that at the time there was no respect. There was it was very difficult for us to. I, I think it's hard to say no respect. I think it was just it was misguided respect. But. It's like, like I said, if like where we work now, okay, com- contrast it to where we work now, so we could bring it into balance. Yeah, is where we're, we're both working on the projects now. We, you and I both know we have our strengths. You can code, I can brand, and I can design. So, how do we do this? So, the process will be all right, Mike. We, you and I will both do discovery together. Work out who we want to talk to. We do that together, and we have the discussions, and you know, we hash out wherever we hash out. Boom, and then I'll go away. I'll craft the experience. And you look at the experience. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. And we talk about the experience together, and then I'll design it. And then as I'm designing, you're looking at it, thinking from a good perspective. Nah, you can't do that, Mike. Switch it up, kind of mm. thing. And then we meet in the middle like that. So I would have designed it and then I'll hand it over to the Blessing and she'll code it. Mm. In the meantime, I'll do the other things that we've agreed to do with regards to the marketing side of things, brand mm. side of things. I'll get all these assets ready. But we're checking, we're checking in with each other all the time with the mind that we're achieving this one goal together. Cohesive. Cohesive. The mm. problem with TYD was ego. Too young. Well, not too young. but It was too young. It wasn't too young. We were just young because mm-hmm. we weren't that young. We were young. And it was this ego. It was, it was all about... Because TYD was what, 23? 24, 25. No, because it was after a year of us being married. We launched it after a year of us being married. Yeah. So 23 up to about 25. Yeah, two years, two, three yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's the same with it. What was going with this? Um, it, was all, it, was all about, it was all about egos. Who? It was all about how good we can look mm-hmm. and not necessarily how we could both work together. Now, looking at TYD from this side of, of, of how we work, it would be, okay, this is the issue. This is the amount of pages we need to do. This is what we're going to do. Now, me, being me now, I'll be like, all right, cool. 
I can realistically do X, Y, Z in this amount of time. So maybe we need to cut down the issue and curate this mm. to this have that this type of issue. And you'd be like, cool, I'm going to source X, Y, Z this amount, this, 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 this. Mm. And we work together and we'll be meeting in the middle all the single time. There will be no fighting in the sense of, oh, I'm going to do this because, you know, I could do this and, you know, I'm going to make this and make this look better. It's be me, 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 me. Because back then it was all about me, 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 or you, you, you kind of thing. But then it'll be like, you know, we know we're working together to make this thing happen because we know we're both instrumental in making it happen. Mm. I think that's what we're missing then. But at the same time, hindsight is an amazing thing because it's all a learning, it's all a journey, it's all a learning curve in a sense. We can look back how TYD was a great product, but had we worked then the way we work now, it, it would have been, been better. It would have been out of this world. And it will, it could, it, if we go back into it, it could still be out of this world, mm. you know what I mean? But I feel like, it's a thing that we had to learn and I feel there was no escaping it. I feel like sooner or later we would have had to learn that lesson like, nah, you respect me, I respect you, we're both looking to achieve the same goal mm-hmm. and, you know, this is what you do, this is what I do. We meet in the middle and we collaborate or only collaborate. But at the end of the day, for example, when you're coding, I don't step on your code, I don't go, oh, I think you should use hooks instead of params. I'm just trying to share, I don't know oh what I'm talking gosh. about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Wow. It would be like a, oh my gosh, situation. Do you know what I mean? But in TYD days, it was like, now nah, I think, you know, I think you, I think your deadlines are rubbish. I think you should do X, Y, Z this time. And then you'd be like, well, I think you, I think you're spending too much time. This design is not even all that anyway. And I'd be like, oh, how dare you? The audacity. Da, da, da. And it, it's from there, it just blows up, isn't it? But I feel like, now it's all very streamlined. Like I know she's great at what she does. So as a result, you do that. I do this. We meet in the middle and we collaborate and we both work together for that overall deadline to get this product out. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's what's, that's, that is what's works perfectly. And that's because we've been through that. And I feel without going through that, we wouldn't be where we are now. Mm. Yeah. But I feel like the main thing anyways, because um, you say misguided respect, mm. I don't think there's any, there's a such, um, I don't think that's even a thing, basically. I think it is. Because I feel like if those, for example, when I was working with my team, mm. yeah, with the photo shoots and things like that, there was no such thing as misguided respect. Everybody knew their pl- their place. But this is in what's unique team. about our situation because we were also we also we were married and we lived together. So it, I, I, we took work home and work was our life essentially as well. I know, but what I'm saying is there's no such thing as misguided respect because it's kind of like you either respect somebody or you mm. don't respect somebody. Because we wouldn't say back then we didn't respect each other. We respected no, we each respected other. each other. In the, when it came to marriage, but oh, when no, it but came we, to the business, we didn't. I, th- I think I think we did respect each other because at the end of the day, if we didn't, if there wasn't some ounce of respect there, we wouldn't release the product. We would released it because at the end of the day, there was so much stress behind it. There was times, by the way, guys, mm. that we were just like, you know what, let's just scrap it. There were so many times when we we're like, it's not even that deep, and that's why when we scrapped it. And like the first, like for the first, because it was, it did really well. But when we first initially scrapped it, I actually really didn't cry, didn't care about it. Mm. I was like, here's what it is. <laughs> One less stress. Mm. But then after it had been gone for like a year and I was like, wait, I had invested about three years of my youth mm. into this project and I have nothing to show. But we didn't just scrap it just for scrapping's sake. No, there was reasons. There was obviously yeah. reasons for why we scrapped it. But the only but after a year of us scrapping it, I really didn't care. But then, no, I, like, like before the year, I was like, I don't care, whatever. One less stress. After the year, it really it made me think, wow, like I've really invested a few years into 
this project mm. and you know I have, I have nothing to show for it it's gone mm. that's it and I just and that's what made me feel really rubbish about us just ending it but um, but at the time when we ended it I was like one less stress because it was just stressful mm. stressful and having and at the time it was also working with um, at the time working with you know your business partner that it was always kind of like hit button heads kind of mm. thing so I really didn't care I was like oh it is what it is you know I'll start my own thing mm. but like at the time I was like oh gosh and then now you know then after a year or so of it being gone I was like wow I really invested all that time and energy into building something mm. that what that actually did well you know and just like that mm. it's but I gone. think I think that stage of our lives was 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 all a big lesson despite despite what it was we could have been making candy floss for a week but I just feel like that that point in life was for us to learn because we're going to be together forever and I'd rather learn that in year five than learning in year 35. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now we're, we're in year 12 and we're, we're seamless. It's a seamless process. Mm-hmm. We can be like, yesterday we were just brainstorming ideas that we just knew already. It, it goes without saying like, all right, I'm going to work on this. You can work on that. You're going to find out how it's, to do yeah, this. It's so seamless. But I'd rather, I'd rather that happened in year five on, you know, a, an idea like TYD than... Mm in year 35 when we have a billion dollar billion pound idea at stake and we're butting heads and it's just nasty and mm. crazy do you know what i mean but i think that's a lesson well learned i'm grateful for that period of life mm. tyd was great but we've got great times coming 100 percent. yeah i feel like tyd at the time it wasn't my dream so i in a sense like the idea that we created the project and the, the magazine that we created at the time was amazing mm. but now the things that we're doing moving forward is not just one-sided person's type mm. of dream because I feel like that's another reason why 2ID was such a headache regardless of the fact that you know we had equally put so much into it mm. because it was Mike's dream he really thought like he was like the CEO yeah so it's because of, it's so because of that it was just headache but now because we're working on things that is equally both of our dreams and desires yeah and there's no and there's no kind of like button head or whatever and regardless of who's CEO or not because mm. if I was I really feel like even if because like I was just like cool I don't really care because it's your dream anyways that mm. that, that was my mindset at the time so yeah I was like mm. you can if you if you want you can be CEO but me if I was a C if I decided that I was going to be the CEO of of TYD it would have been ran with less animosity i feel at the time i I, I don't i I see what you mean but i don't think it's relevant because i feel like as with age okay i speak for myself with age i look at ego and i feel like it's pointless because it achieves nothing it just achieves stress that's something i've learned with age do you know what i mean so like for example like in one of the projects we're working on now you are the ceo of that business Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't affect me in that in that manner in sense of like my ego is not bruised because you're the CEO. I feel like, no, she has she has certain key strengths that make her better suited to be the CEO of a company like this, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm better suited to do another role in a company. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're still winning. If it gets sold, we're all chopping. But I also think that there is a difference with, for example, I see 
strengths. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're amazing at this, you're amazing at that. Mm-hmm. And at the time, instead of us, at, when we, because obviously TYD is like ages ago, mm-hmm. we were really young. At the time, you didn't. So instead of us seeing, didn't see what, see the the, the strengths of why of oh, we, the, the, we, the importance of no, my no, no, role at the we, time. We just said it. We saw each other's strengths. We just had uh, uh, we just we were just young with ego because it's all about it, we were really fighting for really who looks good and we were both wanted to look good in our own way, but we forgot to really like really pay attention. Like really, we can both really look I, good together. The reason why I agree, I disagree with that slightly, mm. is because. With TYD, regardless of me building the teams and stuff like that, mm. if we weren't doing photo shoots, if I wasn't speaking to entrepreneurs that we were in, that we were planning on, um, um, because both of us would interview them and stuff, mm. if I wasn't speaking to their agents or their things or whatever, or trying to get speak to the to the brands and stuff, if I wasn't doing all of that. I was very low key. So like, for example, mm. Mike would go to all the events and Mike would mm. go to all of the PR meetings. I was very low key. I didn't really care about people seeing me. So with me, I wasn't a very like, everybody needed to look at me. People actually used to like, because obviously I'm very self-critical anyway, people used to big me up more. Like I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't really care too much, mm. but people would be like, you're amazing. You're doing this, you're doing that because they'll see everything that I was doing. Mm-hmm. So at the time, like Mike would say, "Oh, I'm going to this event, for example, because we were always invited to all these things, and mm. people were always like paying us for or paying for us to come to these things or whatever." Mm. And I'd be like, "Yeah, you can go. I'm I'm really not interested because it's, it just wasn't my thing. So I mm. wasn't about people. See, it, I just didn't care. It wasn't mm. my thing at all. So, um, but obviously, like." I feel like both of us are quite different in that sense, anyway, mm. um, and. That was back then. Yeah. And now it's completely different because now like I see, I've looked and reflected back on it. And the reason why I didn't care about going to all these things and the reason why I didn't care about going, um, you know, when people would invite us to stuff like that. Mm. And I'll, and I'd feel really proud when people would be like bigging me up and stuff in my face mm-hmm. because I used to always be so self-critical of myself back then. Mm-hmm. So when somebody would be like, oh my gosh, listen, you're this and you're that, you're this and you're that. And literally every single person that I met would be like that with me. Mm-hmm. I would always still feel really shocked and humbled by it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I reflect on TYD days, mm-hmm. I... I often think about how I really didn't see myself as the badass as I and that I was because I mm. because I was extremely 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 instrumental in making it what it was. But mm. I didn't at the time. I was like, I don't really care. You can go to the. I really I really don't care. That mm. was my mindset at the time, and I feel like now moving forward, I've really started to be more like no. You are a freaking badass. Look at all the stuff that you do. Yeah. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. So before, even though it was really TYD was headache for me, mm-hmm. even and regardless of all the stuff that I did, it was headache. But now I'm just like, you know what? Moving forward, you need to be more ballsy and more proud of it. and of all the stuff that you do, mm. and and regardless of and and be and stand up to anything that's quite in, in, unjust. Mm. So um, that's basically my mindset that's that's basically what my mindset has mm. been about moving forward because back then I was just like I don't care yeah but now because it because it, I didn't see it as my dream anyway so I didn't really care but now moving forward I was just like oh you know what like I 
this is amazing what mm. I'm doing. And yeah, we're working as a team. And I feel like the difference, you know, I always say to Mike, oh, you see that com- that country, country that's not um, suffering from that much um, COVID situations? Oh yeah, because oh, the president happens to be, or the prime minister happens to be a woman. Mm. And I feel like it's because a lot of the time men do tend to have w- way more egos than women. It's just a testosterone thing, yeah? So with with women, well, obviously, like, you know, you've got women that tend to have that. I'm not, I can't speak for all women, obviously. Mm. You've got women that have big egos too. But me personally, I'm just like, look, you can't do everything on your own. There's mm. no way you can do anything on your own. And the mm. best way for you to create an, a, a, an amazing product um, is to have an amazing team mm-hmm. so have and to respect everybody's position and to let everyone just do what they need to do mm-hmm. and that's always my that's always my stance because like I'm not going to be like me 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 because then that's how I end up doing everything on my own mm-hmm. and then I, and then things start to seep through seep through and then it's just not worth it it just doesn't mm-hmm. even work but it's better to kind of just respect everybody's position respect everybody's um expertise yeah. and be like look I'm not even going to bother asking you, like, look, you're, this is what you're, you're good at, do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I'm good at. And both of us can be in the middle. And it's just like perfect delegation, but also perfect teamwork. Yeah. Uh, the, best te- the best companies have really solid teams mm-hmm. where they all respect each other, where they all come together. They all have their own positions. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks they're better than each other. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel like a lot of the time, maybe, you know, Okay, speaking for, um, on behalf of myself, I'm not going to speak on behalf of the all all of women. Mm-hmm. I feel like women are very um, very cool with like let's delegate, let's work together as a team because at the end of the day, that's the best way for things to happen. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm not going to be like me 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 me. If I'm just mm. me me me, then certain th- it's just going to like I can code, but I'm not a designer. Mm. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? So then you know it'll just look like it'll just look a hot mess. There's no point, mm. but the benefits of having of working together as a team is being like okay babes okay so we need to do this what's your opinion how can we do this you're you're an expert in ux what's your opinion for mm. this moving forward and then you can then give give your advice and i'll be like cool so i'm going to move this bit here mm. do you know what i mean it's just perfect teamwork it's yeah. cohesive and we're not trying we're not stepping on each other's toes it's mm. mutual respect there's no misguided respect yeah. it's just respect that's it. But it's got to respect in a sense of like you you realize that back then you respected that person, but then when you think about it now, you didn't respect them as much as you should have respected them or appreciated them. Shall I say. Maybe appreciation is a better word. It's appreciation. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, everyone had their own motives back then. Do you know what I mean? You wanted to have this run. I wanted to, you know, ensure... The, the, I wanted to what? You wanted to make sure things things ran. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ensure there was a face to the brand, the kind of thing. And it was, you know, and also another thing, communication. Our communication is improved, obviously, like way more than it used to be back then because mm-hmm. we should just communicate via shouting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we just chat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I've, even perfect example, I was thinking, this, thinking about this when you were when you were just talking just now. Um, like, for example, when we're developing this app at the moment and you can, you say... So, um, you see that thing that you designed? It can't happen. Mm. Back in the day, I'd be like, oh, no, you have to make it happen. I don't give up. Mm. Like, it has to happen because that's the way I design it has to be. Now, I just feel, okay, cool. Let's, re- let's, let's look at the design. Give me, give me half an hour. I look at the design and I think, okay, maybe I could iterate it this way. I can make it happen this way. 
and I'll show it to you like, do you think you can make it work like this? Mm. You'd be like, yeah, I could do that. Perfect. Mm. At the end of the day, the experience is not altered. It's just done in a different way. Yeah. And that, that for me is the essence of collaboration, communication, how, you know, we can communicate ideas and we can communicate when something is not working without the other getting upset or the other getting angry or the other getting, you know, all flustered or whatnot. It's like all done in a respectable manner in a sense of like, okay, for example, like coding, I know that you're learning on a job. So as I'm designing, I'm conscious that I can't get too bloody crazy because Mm. she she can't move that fast yet. Mm. So you still have to kind of challenge myself in a sense to make the design still work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I feel like that's the essence as well. That communication, that that respect is there. And, you know, regardless regardless of if one is a woman and one is a man, I feel like respect is respect. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like over the years, I've learned to... I've learned to respect you more and appreciate you more mm. because obviously we work together and we're married. So, you know, what you do in the boardroom is, you know, goes beyond the boardroom because at home, you know, you're also doing the most mum and doing the most wife kind of thing. So I've learned mm. to kind of appreciate both persons. And I feel like, again, speaking on behalf and just myself, when I was younger, I had a lot of, I had, I think I had a lot of fucking ego. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I did have an ego. And then because I was so precious about my work, I didn't, I, and I, I've even explained this into my course, guys. Um, when I was younger, I had a lot of ego and I was very closed off to feedback. Mm-hmm. And it's only to a point where I started to open my mind to, to um, accept feedback from other people mm-hmm. and, you know, accepting the fact that they, they do want the best for me personally. Um, is that when I then started to kind of like become better at my job, mm-hmm. better as an individual, because now, you know, I see that, okay, you know, this person actually wants what I want to. Mm-hmm. So I should actually like appreciate what they have to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just an age thing. Do you know what I mean? And, and I'm really grateful for TYD. TYD was a, it was a hectic time it was, but nonetheless, you can't, you can't deny that there was also some good times too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that we enjoyed and sometimes that we really like celebrated. And I feel like, you know, it was an amazing idea. We have more amazing ideas, but I, I really thank God for the lessons that we learned then. And not just in business, but just in in communication to you. And, you know, in the way I relate to you and the way I, I view you. And I feel like so, there's so much things have happened in life that has made me just appreciate you more. Because, mm. yeah, I think maybe the misguided respect was different, is a shit term. Appreciation is a better term. Mm. Like, appreciate what this who this woman is in your life do you know what i mean mm. and i feel like yeah i and i don't care about ego if you're the ceo it's because that's the, that's just the best move you know mm. some other businesses that we create i may be a better ceo fit mm-hmm. it's just the way it is at the end of the day we're creating something we're creating a legacy for our children's 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 children mm-hmm. at the end of the day i wouldn't want even ivan and mateus to miss out on anything because i had an ego because I wanted it to be this way and it couldn't be any other way. Do you know what I mean? I'd mm-hmm. rather like listen mm-hmm. and see and, you know, let's map this out together and let's do this together and let's do it properly and let's be in unison and let's let's bang this out properly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, that's where I was going with this. Yeah. What I was saying. I feel like sometimes as well, I've seen in like loads of relationships, the ego thing when you're younger is very prominent. Because you're young, isn't it? Because you're young. So you just think that you, you think She's that you, everything's energy. right. Yeah. So you, everything that you do is right. 
and everything somebody else who um, does is wrong. Is wrong. They don't so, know anything. So you don't know anything yourself. So when so I've noticed a lot of the time when I'm like seeing younger people. Obviously, I'm not an old lady, I'm, you know, but I'm, I am like 31, whatever. When I see... <laughs> whatever. When I, when I see... It, it's, you know why? Because every time I say I'm 30, anything, I cringe. But... Um, I'm, 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 30, I'm 31. I'm 31. So um, I don't even get ID'd anymore. It's just devastating. So, yeah. So basically, um, whenever I speak to younger people, and I see them in their relationships, see a lot of ego. Yeah. And it's not even like, because the funny thing That's is. It's a young thing, man. It's a young you thing. Need to have ego. The thing is that, like, most of the time with our relationship, I'm saying most because there are loads of bits that we've probably spoken about on this podcast that mm. still had, that was obvious ego. But most of the time with our relationship, things were pretty cushy. Mm. Things were pretty good, good. When it came to business, it was headache. Mm. It was just headache when we were young. Headache. Mm. So. Um, but when I see other couples when you know they're having issues and stuff and it's not even related to business they're just in a relationship yeah in a relationship and both of them are just their two egos butting heads I'm just like yeah this is just an ego thing and if you if you both are willing to kind of like just grow together you'll get over it yeah. you get through it but sometimes it's so exhausting to get through it that's the whole point. This is this is this is life, and this is how life builds us to become who we are. Because mm. you need to go through nonsense in life. I'm sorry, you have to. Mm. It's part of life. Yeah, but I'd rather go through it early than deal with this later on because yeah. I just don't have the time and energy for it, bro. Yeah, right. Like even that, even now we're in our thirties. Sometimes I just feel like certain things just don't have the we energy for. We don't even for. bother. Like I feel like you can, the thing is, yeah. Like, I, for example, now we're very we're not as inclined to argue about anything now because we just can't be asked. It's mm. kind of like if something if something unless it's a really big unless deal. Unless it's a big deal. It really it, triggered it, one but, of us. If, if one it, of us is really triggered, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, like. if it's a really, really big deal, okay, we're gonna argue. Mm. But like those minor things, like okay, so you have like for example, one of my pet peeves is mm. I find random things around the house. Yeah. Back in the day I would that would really set me off. Like for example guys, we were about to sit down to, to record a podcast. Tell me why there's white pepper on the table. Yeah, it's white pepper on the dining table. And I said to Mike, okay, okay, guys, <laughs> it's not black pepper. You know when people usually have black pepper and salt <laughs> on their table where you just put, you sprinkle it on your food and it's like, no, it wasn't that. It's part of the, it was, it was supposed to be in our seasoning cupboard, okay? So um, I was like, um, it's the dining table. Guys. Why is there white pepper on our dining table? You'd like, I don't know. I probably put it there. I put it there. I was just like, "Wow!" But I didn't put it there on purpose. I just clearly, I was clearly distracted doing but something else. The and thing is, put it down. The thing <laughs> is about the white pepper is that the white pepper is significant for so many things. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, "Wow!" It's so significant. So many things. Like I find random shit everywhere, just all the time. That's what it is. And it's just normal. And that used to really, because it, 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 it's a serious pet peeve, mm. that used to really trigger me. I was like, okay. And I literally took, I did, I just put the pepper back. Yeah. Normally I'll just be like. Are you kidding me? Are you, I will be, it will be It's like when Blessing used to leave like no milk left in the, in the carton. And I'll be like, like, this is fucking ridiculous, babe. You'd always do this. And now I'll just be like. <sighs> <laughs> Let's get another milk. And yeah, I took the pepper and I put it back in the seasoning thing. Yeah. Normally, I'd be I'm, back in the day. Be I would be deal. like, 
Back in the day, I'll be like, hour. yeah, we'll probably be arguing. We'll why, we'll, why we're so inconsiderate. We're still arguing about it. We're still, <laughs> like we're, so careless, you we're, forgetful. Yeah, we'll still argue about it. We'll be still arguing about it right now. We won't, we, we, like, we'll still literally be arguing yeah. about it right now. And in fact, I wouldn't move the, that white pepper. I'd be like, I'm not your maid. Yeah. You need to pick up this freaking white pepper. Who the pepper? fuck is going to drink this milk? Like, <laughs> no one could drink this milk. There's nothing left in there. What's the point? You had no consideration about leaving putting fresh milk in the fridge. Now I've got to drink warm milk with my cereal. <laughs> now, you know, it's not a big deal. Just like, like, you know, Michael Carb, like, how can I got milk when I don't got milk? How can I got milk when I got no milk? <laughs> but now, it's, we're laughing at it now, but it's just like it back in the day, it's a big deal. Man, but now it's just like, uh, 31 man just, Is there any more milk us. Yeah Yeah I just, I'll just drink it Yeah can't be us man can't You know be And then blessing But nah I give it to you You've improved man Like You blessing, have improved as well Well actually you still leave shit around well. Ah yeah but not, not too often Like that was random Ah I know why I left that Because I will show you something On the laptop Whilst I was seasoning chicken That we were I'm eating not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start While we were seasoning Our flamingo wings I'm not gonna start Because guys this is the thing. This is like an ongoing thing. So I'm not even going to open up that kind of worms because Mike's saying how he was showing me something that I, I can literally give you a whole monologue on oh, Mike showing me something or Mike having to do something by leaving something, leaving, nah, the, I leaving was, the milk No, 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 no. I'm saying, I, I remember, I remember what I remember putting it there now, but yeah, I didn't no. put it there on purpose. I put it there because I put it down to give the laptop. Yeah. But when I went back I, and I didn't, even, I didn't even put pepper in the, um, yeah, in the chicken. So yeah, you know, so yeah, anyways, guys. See, so, see that how blessing just handled that. That's just, that's just, that's, that's just, it's class. It's, it's just class. class. It's just, it's just, just know, class. It's just thirty-one. I can't bother with me. <laughs> can't be asked. I actually can't be asked. I got I my argument. She has her arguments. Yeah. you know, it can go on forever. Yeah. and we're both very stubborn people. Yeah, I just can't be asked. The thing is, like, it's just better to just let it, just let it go. Just let it go. It's not that deep. It's just it is what it is. It'll be fine. If the sun will rise tomorrow. If it is something that is worth a good shout, or oh, trust me, the shout's gonna happen. Oh, but, we'll shout. Best and I can shout. Yeah. But most of the time, we just can't be asked. No, it's not. can't be asked. So, like, 98% of the time, we don't argue. We just get on with it. Yeah. Because we just can't be asked. Yeah. There's 2% where we know we have to wreck it out a bit. But, yeah. You know, we have it out. Yeah. But most of the time, we just can't be asked. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think that is literally it. Yeah. We just can't be asked. Yeah. We'll have it out, and then we'll be friends again a few hours later. Like well, nothing the, ever the, happens. The 2%. Yeah, the because 2%. that that 2% it has for me to really just make a big thing out of it it has to be big yeah same because I you, can't be asked most of the time like, for, for it has me, to be really for like, my trigger to flip yeah it happened isn't it has it? to be big man it has to be big but, yeah. because otherwise most of the time I just I just can't be I asked can't I just I, can't I, be I'll asked watch TV yeah I just can't be asked like I'd rather just kind of just be like you know what I'm going to be frank with you guys this is, this is going to be such a hypocritical thing for me to say but I'm mm. going to say it I'd rather be passive. I'd rather just like... <laughs> yeah, bless her, just... I'd just rather just... On I'll just yeah, I'd just rather just... It's channel her Ghanaian side. Yeah, I, I am 100% Nigerian, <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so, yeah, like, um, I'd rather just be like, cool, it's not that deep. And I'll just literally brush it under the carpet and watch mm. the show, like nothing happened. And then Mike would be like, what's wrong? Your energy's, energy's off. off. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing. Nothing. And I'd be like... Whatever no, you're being man, funky about, about, just forget just about talk, it, isn't yeah. it? You've never got to tell me, just stop being funky, yeah. isn't it? And I'll be like, it's cool, isn't it? It's cool. That's me. And I'll be like, like, you know what? Your energy's cool. off. Your energy's, energy's off. off. Your energy's off, but it's cool, isn't it? Be funky. Be funky <laughs> by yourself. You're wasting energy by being funky. <laughs> and I'll, honestly, I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because and I'll just turn over no and just watch the TV. We've got a nice TV. It's in 4K, you know, good sound. For me, I'm just like, I'd actually now... 
honestly, I just can't be asked. I'd rather actually be passive. You not pick, every day you pick shout. Your fights, you pick your fights, man. Not every day pick shout, battles, man. Pick your not every day shout. Sometimes just be passive in it. Sometimes just sometimes be passive. Bless her, that's be passive. Yeah, I've been. Pa- I've actually become more passive in my old age. Uh, I and I, I, I spot the passiveness. Yeah, I'm like, well, because Mike will just be like, because the thing is, like, ni- don't be funky. most of the, most of the time I'm pretty bubbly, isn't it? And we'll be talking. We talk all the time. Mm. So if he's if there's something that's really pissed me off. I'm not, I can't be asked to shout, I'm honestly, it's just mm. long, because when we argue, if we decide we're going to argue, it's just long. It's long. It's actually long. And we've got, and, we, down. and we've got work to do. Honestly, we just can't be, I just can't be I'm asked. not backing down. So, yeah, Mike's very stubborn. So most time, <laughs> I'm Bless just his like, race too. so I'll just be like, you know, it's just not even worth it. So I just, I just decide, as hypocritical as it sounds, because you know, guys, you know how I love to cut up my Ghanaians and Ibos. Um, I give you, I give you become, something. I've it, become way more passive. In your now. defense, in your defense, I don't think you're being. I don't think it's deliberate passive. You're just picking your battles, isn't it? It's being passive because that's what that's what Ghanaians and Ibos will say. I, I pick my battles. Not every day shout like an, like a Yoruba. That's what they'll say. Not every day shout like Yoruba. Yeah, well, no, I think I think. Just pick your battles because you just know, like in 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 the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. It's annoyed you, yes. I just firm it. And like I say, if you want to be funky, you don't want to talk about it, then cool, it's fine. Yeah. By the way, him <laughs> saying that is also triggering. It is triggering. But, Do you know what I'm triggering? He says it deliberately because, because to the, trigger. Because but the because passive, I'm better. I rather you talk but about because, it. But because I'm better than because I'm better now. I just I'm just like because the Pacific oh it aggravates me and I just see it like because you know why he, he always says to me ah oh, just say it just become, he's like you've become you so you basically you're 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 Ghanaian now you're you're Ibo now yeah and I'll just be like I guess I, I say am more I, I say, don't I don't cuss my fellow Nigerians yeah. but the Ghanaian <laughs> yes always and, busts and, my cusses and then I'm like I guess I am because you know why. It's not that deep. I can't be asked. I actually can't be asked. Not every day shout. Honestly, I'm that's, tired. That's, in the sense, in the sense, that's that's we just have passive arguments. Really, they're passive arguments. No, because I actually never mention it. I don't. You even, don't mention it. You don't even know. You don't even know. Your energies off. Something is wrong. And I say because I know energies off. Be funky, isn't it? And that's him trying to get me triggered to say something. Him saying be funky. I'd rather you just he's say trying it. to trigger me to say something. <laughs> I'm not trying to But because I'm I've been with him you. for 12 years, I know what he's trying to do. So I just ignore him. I'm and I'm just like, I'm going to watch this show. I'm not trying to trigger you. ignore him. My love, I'm not trying to trigger you. I'm just saying, like, don't be salty if you ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> like, I'd rather I talk about it, have a conversation. If the, if the decibels get a little bit higher for a little bit, it's cool. You see, the difference, the you know what? The, the funny thing is, I've always said this to Mike. Mike should have pursued law because he loves arguing. Whereas with me... I don't like arguing. I hate arguing. I have you, no energy for it. You love it. Whereas with me, I, I can't the, be the, asked. The thing with arguing, I actually can't be asked. The thing with me, guys, I, I hate arguing, but if you put me in that hole, I just can't get out of it. I, have to, I feel like I have to fight. Like, I can't back down because I'm in that. I'd rather try and avoid it. I always try and avoid... Falling into that hole, but once I fall into that hole, it's over. I, I just can't do it. So it's actually <laughs> Mike loves to argue, guys. So I with, love to argue. So <laughs> you're doing this now because you see how I argue with you. So you see with, the game she plays. <laughs> so what I tend to do because you don't, because the last thing you want to do is start something with him because you're not sleeping that night because he'll just it's carry like on. He'll just keep. Those last you can't finish it. Cool. <laughs> cool. So he'll just keep going. On about it after you and the thing is as well this is like classic issue you highlights an issue and then then he would now highlight an issue and he's now flipped it so it's now I, an wh- issue that 
He will now say it's, So the issue that you've highlighted Is now an issue for him And I'm like wow So the best way I just showed you the other side of the coin my love So the best way to deal with a situation Because obviously I've been with 12 years I know, I know what he does yeah I know how this woman works It's just headache well, You just think there's no point Let me just watch the show <laughs> It's just no Where point Where blessed energy changes You just feel it It's like it's like temperature change in the room bruv, yeah, bruv. yeah So what I did This woman I, is vexal Yeah so this, for me I'm just like <laughs> It's not that deep. Let me just let me firm it. Let me I'll, firm I'll it. Get over it. It's cool. And then he'll be like, "Your energy's off." I'm like, "It's all right. It's cool." <laughs> don't mention that my energy's off in it. But I don't say anything when he says your energy's off. I'm just like, I'm, just, it's, I'm like, oh no, this is what I would say. It's your energy. It's not my energy. No, my energy's fine. And he'll be like, "My energy's fine." He'll be like, "My energy's fine." I'm like, "I'm like." <laughs> mm, mm, okay so yeah so that's basically it i've basically been passive i've i've, I've come over this to, time seven years ago this would have been the rockers I, i've come i've come over to the i've come over to the Ghanaian side um you know maybe maybe ancestry.com was incorrect and maybe i've I'm got one percent Ghanaian. there in might me. be like a good 75 percent in this I might be to Ghanaian guys I'm 100% Nigerian But anyways we, we, We're still yet to do Mike's ancestry And everybody knows That Mike has a Ghanaian nose So What the What does that even mean? Every beautiful Ghanaian person That I know uh-huh. Has The so same I'm a, complex I'm a beautiful Ghanaian Is what you're saying Yes Every, Everybody can't It's fine People can't say Ghanaians are not beautiful you know, Ghanaians you know, are stunning They're know, absolutely you know beautiful the Human beings The difference between you and I Is yeah <laughs> You would just die if you were, if you were like with a drop of Ghanaian. No, For me, I'll be like, it's fine, Charlie. It's fine, Charlie. Where are my Charlies? My Charlies out there. Where are my Charlies? <laughs> Your Charlies, yeah. So, I actually, guys, I um, I so I was actually learning tree for a very long time because oh, okay. I used to date loads of Ghanaians. Oh, yeah, but you, you don't don't know that I've got nothing wrong with them. We just we just cast them out of jokes. All okay. our friends, how is my best friend but, Guardian? But Loads we, of our friends are Guardians. But if we do an ancestry test, you are one, one I'm 100% Guardian. Nigerian, so that's not if even... If we do an ancestry test... And but I'm 100% Nigerian. What if your test was wrong? It is what it is, but I know that that's not the case. But if I'm you're like 10% Nigerian. Guardian, how can how something go from 100% Nigerian? How can something go from 100% to then 90%? It is, how do you take it? How would you take it? It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. What am I going to do? Am I going to now kill myself? Because it doesn't make any sense. It you is what it the is. Fact that, yeah, this passive side for me is going what, what about, yeah, I'll just be like, I guess this is where the passive came from. It is what yes. it is. This is, this is the thing here, like, all my friends, a lot, I would say most of my friends are Ghanaian. No. No, not all. Three. How many friends do I have? many friends please don't intro- don't even involve don't don't add my cousin because that doesn't count <laughs> you're gonna add my cousin <laughs> all my actual friends are gone yeah he was literally counting my cousin i'm trust me no i wasn't counting i was counting yes you was, was counting ca- my cousin you was no. probably counting my brother <laughs> no no i was counting i was counting like it's not 50 50 it's 90 10 i've got one i've got what no i've got what two no, nigerian got, friends just that don't even you've got three you got three you got three nigerian friends you got three nigerian you got three nigerian friends and three Ghanaian friends three yeah three I don't have that many friends. You do have you you have three Ghanaian friends and three Nigerian friends. It's fifty fifty. It's not fifty fifty. But yeah, guys, I don't have that many look, friends. Look, 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 look into your um thingamajig. My what? Your WhatsApp. My actual see. friends. I, the actual I'm, friends my that actual you speak friends to that regularly. I speak to. 
not my acquaintances. So. No, no, the ones that you speak to regularly. Okay, guys. Anyways, what we're trying to say. I would name them for you after the year. Okay, what we're trying to say, anyways, guys, is that because Mike was trying to say that Mike actually said on air that I don't mm. like them, which is a lie because all my friends are going. Okay, in. I, I, um, I retract my statements. Yeah. Um, I love them I just enjoy cussing them Because it's just a back and forth thing Isn't it it's They cuss easy. me They cuss me I cuss them It's just love You know It's just it's inter, I, if, in, if, Interracial ra- in, racism In fact Whenever they come to my house And I make jollof rice And I make my All, all my rice at home Is basmati And the jollof rice I make is basmati So when they're like but you know what I think, uh, I, think, I, think you know, I think um Basmati jollof tastes better In my personal opinion So Might yeah So like So they love Probably yeah. so. <laughs> so so <laughs> so when I so you know whenever we're doing the back and forth, they're just like you see you even know that our jollof is the best because blah blah blah. I'm like I don't you know can't about you can't they claim didn't invent, they you didn't invent you can't rice claim either, basmati so rice. Shut the fuck up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it's just it's kind of like a back and forth thing. But anyways, because. In the in the in the spirit of going back and forth and taking the mick out of my fellow Ghanaian mm. friends, mm. Um, I've become like them. But it might it makes sense seeing as majority of my friends because I don't know what Mike's talking about about three friends. I literally only have one good friend and one sister who is Nigerian. The rest are Ghanaian. I don't really understand. And when it even thinks about it, like Mike's caught, talking about three, two. Ah, how many friends do I have? I don't even have that many friends. Please. Okay. Chill out. It's okay. When I tell you that my friendships, that the friends that I actually have, I can count them. I do not have friends at all. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I don't have friends. I have family. Mm. I have my brother, my cousin, and then like maybe one or two other friends. Mm. Yeah. And that's it. And that's literally it. So when Mike say you got free dish, you got free, I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah, I can see, I can see. I'll, I'll let you know after the year. Yeah. So he's honestly you're talking crap because <laughs> I literally do not have. You guys, if you see friends. my eyes right now. My eyes are just like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, because guys, honestly, I do not have that. I don't have friends. <laughs> I don't have friends. It's, it's it's just a thing. I don't have friends. That's why I can't throw a party because if I have a party, there's gonna literally it's just gonna be can one of just, those. Parties. Can you just we we have we threw a party earlier this year, Jerry? It was a dinner party and. Mm. I'd say that the majority of the people there were your friends. Nah, they were our friends. Okay. But it's all right. I, guys, you see how I just, you know, just let, kept it moving. Yeah, it's class. It's, it's just fine. class. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just have to, you know, put things straight and then I'll just move on to you. Like, okay. They're definitely our friends. So, yeah. So, like. <laughs> it happened already. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing is, Mike's very social. I'm not. And the thing is, like, Mike has a tendency of making loads of friends he because he's a very social person and then i then become friends with his friends but there's a difference there's a there's there's friends and your friends that you've made i don't know how yeah, to explain there's, it there are there's your diff- personal there's, there's, friends there's, there's, and then inherited diff- friends yeah there's yeah, different yeah. there's levels there, there are levels there are that. levels to it so when i think about the friends like, that so I, your friends are not i am not on that level yeah with them. so when i think about the friends that i did not inherit um yeah and they're just like friends that i've made personally um Mm. that they genuinely like care about my well-being Mm. i don't have to beg them i don't have to force them to Mm. look out for me Mm. i don't have to force them to you know do any do anything for me Mm. they genuinely want to do it because they love me and because they genuinely care about me Mm -hmm. and the love that they have is not because for mike it's not just for mike (laughs) it's just it's because they personally love me Mm. those i literally only have like two or three of those people because mm. those people genuinely care about me and they're 
they you know mm. and we have a mutual relationship where oh, i care about the purpose of your personal best yeah friends, so like me, there's, we, there's we, history there's, there's history there. there's foundation there inherited and they genuinely are, care i just glorified acquaintances yeah basically yeah. because those inherited friends honestly like if if god forbid something was happened to me and you they would literally just get on with their life and then you for example you know let's say you, you, all, all you, if, you if you yeah if you remarried they'll they, just they be have like loads, oh they have new loyalties. person for us to be friends because, with him because because they know? are personal friends they have loyalties to you yeah so and basically unfortunately that's just the way it works that's literally it yeah. so basically there are there are so when i think about the friends that i personally have mm. i literally have two or three mm. and i'm not including my cousin because my cousin is like my best friend and mm. i'm not including my brother who's also like my best friend mm. i'm only i'm literally including like the two or three people that i that i have a genuine friendship with a genuine mm. relationship with that they care about my well-being well-being they actually like you know i can speak to them we have a mutual relationship i don't have to beg them to do anything for me i don't it's nothing like that do you know what i mean mm. we just want to do things for each other mm. um a lot of the time when it's inherited it's kind of like Oh, uh, you know, we're just gonna just. There's this level of just. It's just of there. Mu- of mu- is, there's this mutual respect. Yeah. There's an understanding there. So isn't that's it? what I was saying. That when we had the dinner for our birthday, there was what my two or three main friends that mm. were my friends, and then like the rest of the people there were my inherited yeah, friends yeah, yeah. because Mike is a very social person. That's basically what I was saying. It is what it is. It is what it is, man. It is what it, it is. is. What it is. That's another saying that we say nowadays. It is what it is. We've been saying that for years. It is what it is. It is what it is, guys. Honestly, I don't know, know how long. I don't know how long we've been talking for. Our, our forty-five. It's a long time. Is it? Is it fine? <laughs> but it's good conversation. It's, you know, it's, we we were um hard and we wasn't tipsy at all. No, we weren't. We were actually, actually quite sober. sober. I feel like sober podcasts are different. They're deep. Okay. And sometimes I don't want to get too... Sometimes I just want to talk shit. Not every day. But it's a school night. Not every day. It's a school night. You know. Next week will be on a Friday again, so we can turn up. Yeah. So, guys... We'll tomorrow, show. <laughs> I don't know if I will, you know. I usually show up. Look, there's <laughs> half a bottle of port there. It's going to get drank. Drunk. Drank. Here's what it is. It'll be, it will be, it will be consumed. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That's the PCH podcast. Also, can also follow my personal Instagram. My personal Instagram is Blessing Platinum. So that's B L E S S I N G and Platinum as in the metal. So that's P L A T I N U M. Um, am I missing anything out? Please, guys, leave um, a feed, some feedback, subscribe, share it with at least one or two people that you know. Sometimes heated conversation, you know, sometimes deep, you know. Is it heated? No, it's a deep, you know, sometimes oh, it's sometimes a deep heated sometimes conversation. Sometimes it's a mellow cocktail hour. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's sometimes all... Sometimes the alcohol I, just takes you to be It wasn't really deep. mellow, but yeah, like I feel like it's really good sometimes to reflect it's on reflective. things. It's reflective. We have yeah. a lot of reflective moments. Yeah, like Mike and I, most of the time we literally sit on the sofa if we're not reflect. watching TV and we just reflect and talk. And, it, and, and then some, we plan And then ahead. we plan ahead. And the thing is, sometimes they get heated or sometimes they get... A bit, you know, but heated, intense. Heated, heated with good reason. But it's but it's good. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because then you get to move forward it's and no you've malice. acknowledged. No malice it's not in malice. The heat. Yeah, and you and you've acknowledged the wrong that you both played in that, and then you move on and make sure that you don't make the same mistakes moving forward. So 100%. yeah, it's really good, not and I really it. hope that you know um, there's something that you got from this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yes. Uh, so the PCH podcast on all platforms. Well, two 
platforms <laughs> as described. Um, also, guys, you can follow me. Um, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Michael Williams London. My Twitter handle is at MWLDN. Feel free to have, uh, contribute to the show if you like. You know, you can do this via leaving us a voice note via Anchor FM. Which scroll, is one minute. Yeah, scroll to the bottom of the description of whatever podcast streaming network platform app you're listening to this podcast on. Um, click on the link, it opens up in your browser, leave a voice note. It would only let you leave a voice note up to one minute, which is fine if you could talk really fast or really concise. Perfect, use it. Leave your email address and let you know when it will let you know when we received it and when we're about to use it. Um, alternatively, you can just you know send us a really long voice note send us your own podcast tap voice note and email it to us um again along with any things you want to say any contributions any dilemmas you're going through you would like to get our views on or any just topic suggestions anything you just want to hear us talk about our email address is for that is the pch podcast at platinum dash williams dot com perfect love of my life the wife of my youth. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add before we take our leave? No. Okay, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening to the Parent Cocktail Hour. And we'll catch you again next week. Ciao. Bye.